0: Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard, from leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. Hello, everybody. We have a super special episode today for a couple of reasons. One, um, Amber and I are together in person. I'm like touching her. Um, so we're really excited because we only get to do this like one or two times a year. Um, and it's extra special because we have a guest with us. She's a returning guest. And first it's, it. yeah, our first ever guest mm-hmm. who wasn't already like one of our best friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're very excited mm-hmm. about that. Um, so we have Tammy Joe of Outspring here with us, and she is going to give us an update on what's going on with Outspring. Um, we'll do a little recap for you guys if you weren't able to listen um, and catch up or don't remember the episode, that she has a, a company called Outspring, and it's a... How would you, would you say online retailer or what's the define Outspring?
1: Hmm. Outspring is a discovery platform of outdoor brands made for and by women. So it's a place to discover and um, be around women forward solutions that help the outside be more accessible, comfortable, and fun. Yes. Thanks love for it. having me. I'm very yeah. excited.
0: Yeah, we're super excited to have you back. So in the first episode we had with Tammy Joe, um we were she was telling us how she wanted to create an event and all women's events or for folks identifying as women to bring them all together, experience the outdoors, maybe even experience the products that are available on Outspring. Uh, she had a lot of different ideas. Um, but of course, like finding a venue of the kind of the caliber she wanted to have for the event was probably, and I would think one of the biggest hurdles, because yeah. what are what were you talking 200 plus folks there? Or yes, ideally, you know, dreams. Yes. Yeah. Fi- finding
1: a venue is one one really critical piece to an event. Um, you know, it's our home; it's where we're kind of hanging out for the weekend. So, uh, uh, the right partner is um, worth looking for. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yep, we're hoping for about five hundred attendees oh, wow. and a hundred brands. That's awesome. our that's our target. That's
0: massive. That is. So yeah, I mean, I think anyone out there can imagine how hard it I mean, if you've ever planned any kind of party, um, how hard it would be to find a venue for five to six hundred um people. So let's uh let's just get right into it and like where we left off of your dreaming this event up. So what were your kind of first steps into making it happen, making it a reality.
1: Yes. (laughs) First up was really listening. Quite honestly, uh, I held a handful of listening sessions or workshops with uh, Jenna Selmer from Basecamp. That's where you and I met. Um, Basecamp yeah. Outdoors, which is a really fabulous uh, Facebook group for finding outdoor jobs, and we're we're both after the same mission, right? Which is to to make it better for women in the outdoors and across the industry. So we. Got together a few for a few sessions. They right? were about an hour each, and just really listened, asked questions, and what is it that's most important right now? What would help you feel connected, feel belonging in the outdoor industry? Uh, and just listened for quite a while about that, and got some really fabulous insights and um, information from women who have been in the industry for decades and women who are just new and still kind of owning their um, outdoorsy title yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it was really actually wonderful to be um in those spaces i'm I'm new to the outdoor industry and so it was one of the first places I felt like. I, I belonged, that I was, um, on equal footing with these women, regardless of our experience in the outdoor industry, that we all were like-minded, right? We all love being outside and we love being together outside. And specifically, we love how it is when women are together. Um, so that was, it was really great.
0: That's amazing. Um, as you mentioned, we met on that base camp Facebook group and to give a little context, it's a, like, like Tammy said, it's outdoor jobs board kind of, or that's how it started, but there's over 50,000 members in this group and it is so active. I've, gone through points where I've been on there like every day and just looking for and it's not always just job postings whether it's like you're looking for a job or hiring someone um, there's a lot of people on there offering you know advice or asking for advice or people who've mm-hmm. never been in the outdoor industry and they come on and they're like hey I want to get in on like, in this industry and asking for tips so this group is a it's an awesome group to be a part of if you are in the industry or interested in getting into it, or you just yeah. have any questions about it. There's a, a lot of resources through that group.
1: Yeah, it's it's great to just get a pulse, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, versus what mm, the polished um, presentation from brands looks like, right? And it's wow. important, right? Brands need to be co- conscious of their storytelling, mm-hmm. um, and this is a way to just really get a pulse for what's happening out there. And um, there's Im- interesting demographics in that group too. It's it is um, majority women in that. Um, oh, wow. Uh, Facebook group, which I think is fascinating. So is, yeah. Um, again, great insights, um, great learning. So those listening sessions really taught me a lot about what I, I needed to prioritize and how to be thoughtful and meaningful about, about building an event and what it would look like.
0: Giving the people what they want. I mean, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And,
1: and, you know, that was, that was one of the, 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 really affirming pieces was how much what I envisioned in that first moment when I envisioned outspring and what it would be, it, it was very much what these women were asking for. They want to gather, they want to support each other. they want to learn from each other and hang and and hang out outside, right? Not in a convention hall, not in, you know, a conference room. They want to be outside um, together. And so i am doing just that
0: yes (laughs) that's amazing um and i mean the the way that you've gone about doing it by having these like listening sessions and you know sending out whatever surveys or asking the questions i mean that in itself tells anyone out there that you care about what you're doing and you're putting it on for not just yourself or to serve um a certain part of the community or industry like just brands or something like that like you really care what people what is missing and you're trying to fill that that mm-hmm. gap in that hole so um i, I just love that
1: Thank you. I I appreciate that. That kind of care and intention Mm -hmm. takes a lot of of work, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, straight up time and hours and resources, and it's it's worth it, in my opinion, right? It's worth it. And I hope that what it does is also call people in, right, Mm -hmm. that are interested in the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. They're interested in doing it better. They're interested in being more open and creating uh, better spaces of belonging, and infusing that into the work that they do, in the stories that they tell, in um, the ways they show up in the marketplace and in their communities, yeah. right? So um, that's you know that's just what I'm after.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it so mm-hmm. much. So you've done all these kind of sessions, gotten all your feedback. Uh, and then is that when it comes to finding the location?
1: Yes. Yes. That also
0: gave you a sense of, I'm sure, like how many people are interested in this so you could maybe better gauge like, okay, if I'm getting a lot of feedback, I know it could be big. If I'm not getting that much, maybe we start smaller, this number and lower or whatnot. Did that help you decide how many, uh, like to what caliber you were thinking, or did you already kind of have this large number set in your head?
1: I, a little bit of both. I was pretty set on going big. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's smaller niche, uh, gatherings that happen. And even if they have a similar number of people, I think it's meaningful to have that many brands in one location yeah. right? and women owned outdoor brands mm-hmm. in one location. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, helpful to just think about um that by itself and to feel the power of that and in my experience as an event producer i've seen how um, numbers matter right in the sense that the the amount of people that gather can tell you about the networking the collaboration what's new that comes out of it mm-hmm. and so i really wanted that critical mass to say L- look at us all here, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just a top 10 list, right? That's one of my one of my frustrations when I see you know Women's History Month, you get 10 women brands you can yeah. support this month. And I'm like, no, there's so many more. Yeah. And guess what? We all want to see each other, right? Mm-hmm. So you know I, I get super excited about that and and so getting getting a bigger number is helpful. It's going to be interesting to to see how to keep the the relational pieces really quality, mm-hmm. and so I'm definitely embedding that throughout um, throughout the camping, uh, the workshops, all of that. Just being really thoughtful about what it is for attendees, what it is for brands or sponsors, so that so that it's meaningful relationships. It's not just mm-hmm. lots of them, right? Mm-hmm. So all of this is a lot and I'll take it back to the point which was where are we going to do this?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> How is this going to happen? Yeah. So, so that that was one big question I would ask every time in in the in the workshops was um, do you have a home for us right? Do you know of a place that that fits this um, what we're after? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I had this list, I was like, it needs to be beautiful, there needs to be water and trees and trails. And, you know, it's got to have good partnership, right? It's got to have folks that are really interested in aligning with the mission and making it better for women to get outside, right? Because it doesn't feel good to be in a space that doesn't support that. Mm-hmm. You know, then then there's also the travel, right? If we're looking at it from an, a nationwide perspective, it needs to be kind of in proximity to airports, but still feel like nature. Yeah. And I needed it to be scalable, right? Because your question around like go big or go home, right, is a lot of money. So, yeah. I, you know, what is it an affordable place not just for the event um, costs but then for folks to travel there can mm-hmm. you see my list is getting really long
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely
1: <laughs> so um all of those all of those factors were were important in um in coming up with a place and and i got a handful of um um recommendations I, I also was really in the midst of um, trying to understand the policies that are happening in some of these yes. states, yes. and i, Ooh, I, I really that's heavy. It is heavy, and I really can't be in a place that is dangerous, like really dangerous, and yeah. that they're, you know. So I, I recognize that that's that's um, complicated, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's not always easy to see that whole picture. And we have, and sometimes we're kind of choosing our battles, but that, Mm -hmm. that was part of the evaluation is to think about, um, think about safety for Mm -hmm. folks.
0: That's amazing. And I think that's a really good point. And so we were talking a little bit before we started recording off air about um just things that men still don't realize we, as women go through like harassment or being hit feeling on safe. by somebody. Yeah. Just feeling all of safe. it means like mm-hmm. feeling safe yeah. and many people, I mean, even uh, many women, I'm sure wouldn't even think that that would be something that would need to cross your mind when putting on such an event, but a women's only event, and especially in the state, the sad state of our 2023 world Mm -hmm. that yeah, that women are dealing with these things still. Um, Because honestly, I, I don't know if that would have crossed my mind. Like I don't, maybe if I got to the point of like planning something outside of my state, but I am definitely in a bubble being in the, in the West of not, Mm -hmm having to worry about it directly so much. Um, gotcha. So I, I really appreciate that. And and you just bringing that point up so mm-hmm. that I Holding it is, yeah, hopefully on my forefront of things for just being conscious about when I'm traveling anywhere or setting up anything or talking to people from an area. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they may be in some, some harsh realities themselves. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So creating spaces where we can um, be outside with each other, and feel like we belong, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that at its core has safety, but it, it also has joy, and it also mm-hmm. has celebration, and, you know, playing together, and learning together, and supporting each other, right? It has so many elements, yeah. Um, so, and yeah, I'm, this I'm, space
0: too.
1: yeah, 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 yeah. So- Definitely
0: you were able to find a place that checked all the boxes
1: oh my goodness oh my goodness yes so I had a really um supportive and um just wonderful relationship with um Visit Ogden so it was a surprise location for me but Ogden their team uh, the team at Visit Ogden was just absolutely incredible and really seeing everything that I was after and really um answering my questions around all of these factors, right? What is the yeah. space? What is it like? Is it, do we have enough? Can we have a dance party at night? Like yeah. <laughs> all, yeah. all the pieces, right? And the team there was just fantastic. Millie Stewart had come to one of the working sessions and, or the workshops and, and was just, just kept showing up and saying, I can help, find the avenues and she has facilitated a great number of partnerships so we will be at uh weber county's north fork park which is um nestled in the mountain in the valley ogden valley and it is an international dark sky park which i am just so thrilled about um We've I've been doing a series on um on our Instagram this week about all the reasons why I love this venue. And I've been
0: seeing that. I love it. Tell us a little bit. Um I don't want to cut you off. You can come back to it, but I I wanna know more about what it means to be a dark, what'd you say? Dark Dark
1: Sky Park. Right. So right, we just have a lot of light pollution across Our planet, and there are few places where you can really have it be fully dark and really see the night sky. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Ogden Valley is one of those locations. I think they got their designation just a handful of years ago, and they've been working really hard to maintain that and cultivate that across the whole valley so that you can get out there and really see an amazing night sky. It also is a new moon, which you know yes. should be darker for us. Um, we're hoping to work with uh, Weber State and find some astronomers to come and give us a little bit of sky tours and oh, things like cool. that. So, I'm I, I'm just so thrilled about that particular aspect. I think yes. it really lends itself to being magical.
0: Yeah, that sounds awesome. I have spent some time in Ogden, um, not like much time. I've been to a couple retreats around the Ogden area I think it was with Anne She's Dope, too. Um, yeah, I think maybe there's just one in Ogden. And then we've been up to Powder Mountain a handful mm-hmm. of times. Um, and so Ogden's really close to there. So um, mm-hmm. it's, it's beautiful. I mean... It's just so different for yeah. us where we come from, like mm-hmm. in Washington, especially the all the, Coast yeah, the green and all that just Utah is,
1: is such desert. a different
0: kind of, of scenery and yeah. beauty because of all of its like, mm-hmm. rock and. I mean, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like where you're at, but, and I've been to Moab too. Sometimes I always just picture Utah as Moab.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is not too far. Yeah. This is not too far from Powder Mountain. So it's kind of, kind of. Up in that area. So it's it's just gorgeous. And and like I said, the the Visit Ogden team just showed me around and really showcased the, the work and intention that the community is doing to to be thoughtful about their outdoor experience and really showcase the outdoors in a thoughtful and thriving sort of way. Um so I'm I'm just super excited.
0: Heck yeah. Um so I'm, I'm excited, too, to keep following your series of, like, all the fun stuff that is going to happen there and just the setup of it. Um, I saw, like, different camping options, so Amber and I are already, like, planning our podcast retreat out there.
1: Excellent. <laughs> yeah, I'm I like, would...
0: okay, like, why the heck, like, we should be planning for this, and we can, like, you know be there have a live recording or something and absolutely yeah, so we're we're just loving the the idea of this so coming to that kind of seg- segues into uh who's invited how do you like is this open to anybody let's start with the brands actually i'm curious into how you're inviting brands or deciding um do you have a list already that you definitely want there or is it like if any brand came to you you know what's the how do they get mm-hmm. in
1: <laughs> they get in right <laughs> um so you know the outspring outspring is a directory of uh women owned outdoor brands right mm-hmm. so what does that mean and it ranges based on the size of a company and kind of how they're built so really it's looking at have you been thinking about it is there is there a predominantly balanced uh leadership or is it put specifically women founded or women owned mm-hmm. um and presuming that you're you know looking towards women forward solutions in your products and in your services right so Anyone who fits that category, any brand that fits that category is really is really what we're looking for. And so if that is aligned with your mission and what you're up to, then come on, let's let's work on this together. I like to talk about this um, from the aspect of building a new table, right? So if women are trying women are aiming to get a seat at the table, whether that's the funding table or visibility or whatever it is, it feels like we're just an afterthought in this process. And so, um, I'm actually after building a new table, right? Like I'm after building a place that, that doesn't presume there isn't space for us. That doesn't start with a rickety chair. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm calling in anyone who wants to build a table, right. Mm -hmm. With me. And, um, yeah, I, I I can get super excited about that piece. I, I have spoken with a lot of um, founders from brands that are are very excited about it, and particularly they're interested in having these deeper relationships. Right? It's hard to kind of work through the algorithm. The visibility mm-hmm. is just really challenging, especially so, for those
0: small like mm-hmm. niche brands, which are a lot of women-owned brands that I follow. Um, they don't have a budget for some of the marketing Mm -hmm. things that bigger brands have either, or just, yeah, the reach, the algorithm, like that's huge for them to have something like this to get a a reach.
1: Yeah. So this is a really focused group, right? Really focused group of attendees that are also interested in the same thing Mm -hmm. and really, really looking for ways to make it better. Mm -hmm. Right. They're, they're looking for pockets. yeah (laughs) they just want pockets they can fit their whole hand in right they want they want films like with seeing themselves in that Mm -hmm. right in those stories they want you know sleeping mats that are shaped for for their body right so i think it's i i think if if those are the kinds of things you're making like that's that's what we want to see there yeah um
0: We're all just trying to relate to somebody else and not feel so alone in whatever kind of feelings we have. And so when there's companies out there that represent how you feel or see or what you use or need, it's just amazing because we don't have a lot of that stuff. I mean, we Mm -hmm. could find people that fill those, but it's, I think it's been a real struggle to find functional gear and equipment that don't make you feel like a lesser human being because yeah. they don't make your size mm-hmm. or um or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's very, very interesting. These are just personal feelings of as I've gotten older, like I never felt really left out or like I didn't belong until I got to my 30s and my body changed mm-hmm. a little more. And I'm like, wait, I feel like I'm being actually pushed out of this place I've been in for my whole life because now I'm like not finding the stuff that I need or that makes me feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and then people just want to stop looking so for people who are newer to the Mm -hmm. outdoor industry or want to get into it I can't imagine the like discouragement they can feel trying to break through Um, and when you come along and create something like this that they feel like they're a part of and can discover more and find that there is stuff out there uh, that's just again uh,
1: yeah. Amazing. And, and a and a key piece of that I think is is the learning together that I'm yes. that I'm really aiming for is is really inviting brands to be thoughtful about how they how they present themselves on site, right? Like Mm -hmm. that they're, that they are teaching, they are sharing, they are showing, demonstrating work, like working together, right? It's, Mm -hmm. it's one thing to just be able to buy pants on Amazon or something like that. And that's not what we're after, right? Mm -hmm. We need like it's touching them. It's feeling, it's making sure th- there is the right fit because the number of returns I go through on, yeah. you know, trying to, trying to really solve a problem that I have is, is frustrating. And so, so this is a chance to say, it's not just walking by, you know, booths in a market. It, this is how are, how are we playing? Right. Mm-hmm. Show us how it's done explain how it's made. And, um, so, and, you know, maybe that includes actually playing together, right? (laughs) So that's, that's what I'm after.
0: That's a huge piece and component. Um, I, we just did an episode recently about body image, just Amber and I kind of sharing our own experience. And that is something that I talked about that, um, it's so hard and frustrating to find the stuff that fits, uh, because, In a lot of stores, like the size I need isn't in stock and you have to order it because maybe the brand doesn't make enough of them or the stores don't Mm -hmm. sell enough of them to order. And I can understand that's a tough place to be in and it's hard to figure it out. But damn, is it frustrating? And again, and just another discouraging factor for me to even want to spend the money, yes, because I'm mm-hmm. gonna have to most likely go through a return. And just before coming over here, actually, I put a shirt on of a style that I already had, but it's like a new year, so I'm like, oh, I hope they didn't change mm. anything, like adjust the lengths or anything like that. I hope it fits the same. And I put it on, and the sleeves felt a little bit shorter. I mean, they're not terrible, mm. but I like long sleeves. I'm like, I swear, the version I have is is longer and how could my arms have grown in length like what did my body change (laughs) to make like sleeves feel so short I'm like checking in all these spots like no it's not tight there so it couldn't just be that my arms grew around my bicep or something like did they just make it shorter and I was just so frustrated of like and confused like yeah (laughs) so confused why did this change also it's an extra large so why is it only big in like a certain area like there's many many types of women's bodies but I'm starting to feel like as shopping for extra large tops it's only in the like torso that it's bigger Mm -hmm. do you not realize that extra large women are also tall and have long Mm -hmm. limbs like I just feel like it's off a stereotype of a shorter like Thicker version of a woman mm-hmm. instead of like no you could there's so many yeah, ways we could so do like many. why does it have to be there are either I know it's hard to get more options but it's just like oh my god I'm just so over this <laughs> yes but
1: yeah and it, not it, hard. and again
0: people could try that's
1: well yes and <laughs> it's also it's also important to have that feedback loop yeah. and I think that's one of the one of the great things about connecting with you know, having those moments of connection between women who are looking for these solutions and the people who are designing it and making Mm -hmm. it right. So it's, it's closer real in-person interactions for, for learning for both sides. Right. Yeah,
0: It also offers an opportunity for brands to see this for themselves in person, instead of get a review online of me saying, Oh, the sleeves are too short and it being relative, right? If someone saw me in it, they may think like, no, they're not like there's their mm-hmm. sleeves, like you don't need to come to your knuckles or whatever. But mm-hmm. I think seeing people in the way fits are could help like, oh, yeah, it really is interesting there. And it's not just their like crazy perspective. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm visually mm-hmm. seeing this is not right. And this is what we could change or not change. Cause pictures don't do it justice. And, um, and neither do just words from yeah. one side of the computer. Yeah. So,
1: and we've, we've got lots of room for growth yeah. on all of these aspects, Absolutely. right. Um, way, ways we can make it better.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, the brands, what, what do you envision them doing there as far as like maybe some demos or something? Do you think there will be, some brands who are selling product or is oh, it really just kind sure. of a show? Okay. Okay. Yes. So it,
1: be- it, definitely is marketplace in that sense okay. um, because I think that's important, right? I think that's yeah. one of the things the outdoor industry is trying to figure out, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're the large industry events that, that have historically been the place for, you know, where the outdoor industry gathers are shifting to a more mm-hmm. consumer-based model because they're trying to really address the change in the market. And I think particularly with small businesses, that game is, is it's just a different game, right? Mm-hmm. To be at wholesale, to be doing those things. I think there's a lot more accessibility for for folks doing direct-to-consumer um, products. And in addition, I think what it also, um, is a little narrow-minded about is that there's so much more than just products, right? Gear and apparel, right? It it is also the the services that that are surrounding. It is the storytelling. It is the experiences that round out. And I think that's one of the interesting things about what women want um, in their relationship with the outdoors. Isn't just the hot, hot, flashy new thing, new gear toy, right? It's the it's the community, it's the experiences, it's the getting out together and and you know, riding riding the trails together. Yeah. And so there, there are a lot of there are a lot of towns out there offering that. And so if we can get that together, then we can have more um, access to these fun, fun adventures that are happening. So it's looking at the at the broader uh, adjacent things that are also needed.
0: That's just so great. So great. So we know, we know what our, our list is, our requirement, our checkbox for brands now as the general public who's mm-hmm. invited,
1: who's invited any, any women that love to get outside, um, that love to play and share and learn and celebrate together in nature and just are really after deeper connections with themselves, mm-hmm. with nature and with each other. That, that is, that is really what I have found has been so magical.
0: Yes. So you heard it. Anyone can go. I mean, yeah. we'll, obviously we'll, we'll talk more about how and when you could get tickets or anything like that. Um, but speaking of when, actually, I don't think we talked about when it is, we talked about where, who, when yes. is, there's an, a, there's a date.
1: There is a date September 15th through the 17th. So beautiful fall colors. Currently yes. currently the valley is like under several feet of snow yeah. still. So um it'll you know it'll be a um very glorious fall I'm certain. So
0: yes. Um I know they've gotten Utah has gotten a lot of snow this year too. I'm not sure like compared to Tahoe how much but I just know they've been getting hammered to and are just buried yeah. and it's been snowing well into their spring it snowed today in tahoe like four to six inches so oh i was like oh i'm glad well, i'm not home <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah that that is one of the tricky parts of events mm-hmm. right is trying to really respond to just uh, other impacts and so choosing the fall was intentional yeah. for a lot of reasons mm-hmm. um, and weather is definitely one of them
0: yeah you can usually be in a all right place where it's not going to be too hot not too cold yeah. like mm-hmm. you may get those cold nights out there in the in the desert area well I don't know if it's really considered the desert like I said I'm I just have this biased opinion of Utah and always calling it the desert <laughs> 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 I don't but
1: yeah this I is very mountains is, this is. Like-
0: mostly rain. i was gonna say anything that doesn't get mostly rain is like non-desert to us
1: right right the the um the legend goes that the peak that is right near the valley where we are it's ben lamond peak is the inspiration for the paramount logo oh movie logo yes the so the legend goes um so that, that actually, that trail is right next to where we'll be camping. There are about 20 miles of trails that we can, you can head out directly from the campsite. Um, and so it's, it's just a beautiful location.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, If we could, I mean, while we have you, maybe talk a couple details, the stuff that you've shared already on Instagram, like what the camping situations are gonna be like any details I guess that you already have and you're ready to share about what what's gonna go on this weekend
1: yeah, so having a variety of camping options was important for, for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, folks need different things depending on their their gear, their level of ex- experience, um, or just their preferences. And so um, generally, it's festival-style camping. So that means, you know, we're, we're pretty tight on a lawn, like hanging out, um, camping together. There's also a handful of campsites um, that are more for groups, of up to eight. So those are a bit more tucked into the valley. There's a handful of those and there are three yurts available that have um, bunk beds and, you know, just a little bit more enclosed area, if that's your style. And then in the surrounding area, there's great accommodations at hotels. If, if straight up camping, isn't your thing, but nature is what you love because we all get outside in different ways. So, uh so there's some beautiful bed and breakfasts and, and just you know, adorable places to stay right nearby.
0: That's awesome. I love, I never know how I want to camp at those things. Um, I mean, up until last year, I had a truck with a camper shell. Mm -hmm. So when I'd go, I'd pack all my camp stuff, like my tent and everything, but also, you know, Like, well, I could also just sleep in my truck where I don't have to set anything up, and that's always kind of nice and easy, too. But I just I love sleeping in a tent, I just get a little lazy sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and I see like a just a touch warmer in the truck, um, off the ground, you know, things like that. I don't think it's lazy.
1: I I don't think it's lazy, I think it's just liking variety, right? I mean, sometimes yeah, sometimes just having different options is fun. So there there will be room for RVs and and you know vans that are probably twenty feet, I think, is as long as we're gonna go. I've gotta okay. still kind of sort that out. Yeah. But but there will be room for for those as well.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Um and so we've got camping. And you said there's 20 miles of trails just right from the park. Are these all just
1: right there? Yeah. And they're
0: all all usage like hiking biking or
1: Mm -hmm. yep hiking biking there is a fat tire trail that's out there I'm new to fat fat tire biking so I don't fully understand what that means (laughs) I know it's mostly a winter sport but I think you can also do it in the summertime and that's a newish type of thing um, some of the trails are for horses as well. Um, we won't be having quite the setup for horses just cause that footprint's pretty, pretty big. Um, mm, yes, yes. so, uh, but you, but you can, there are also horses out on the trail as well. And, and the, the, um, the trail organization that they, that's there in Northern Utah is just doing fantastic work with, um, with, a shoreline trail and um you know just really being thoughtful about the impact of use because they've had a huge increase in usage over Mm -hmm. the last few years and so they're redesigning some of their trails to to keep the ecosystem a little bit more supported in the process so
0: awesome um do you know what shore the trail is
1: right it's like bonneville i think it's called bonneville shore trail or something like that it's it's an ancient or, or sorry and use it you're gonna have to look it up i'll okay, tell you that yeah,
0: much. Yeah, just, is it like on a lake or a river? like why is it called a shoreline or is it it's like up? an
1: old it's like an old riverbed from oh, okay, a long, okay. long, long time ago or, sorry <laughs> riverbed. not riverbed um lake bed from a long time ago okay
0: cool I was like wait are we talking like some some dips in a in a river or a lake or I had kind of a feeling that in that area it was maybe at one point a shoreline
1: yeah yeah um it's um yeah it's called the shoreline trail and it's just an old you know Bring your geologist friend who knows more about this. Totally, find some fossils
0: or something. (laughs) Yes,
1: again, like we are, we are working alongside some of some of the local organizations that do have deeper expertise than I do. So I'm really excited about bring you know elevating that, sharing that. Yeah, Um,
0: totally. Well, yeah, we got a few months to uh, be able to focus on some of these things. you know, introduce them, like, and show people, give more Mm people, give people more detail on the aspects of the event and the trails Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, Yeah, I just... I mean, I want to go so bad. Yeah, I'm I already just thinking about it. I'm I, like, I want to bring my bike. I just want to yes. go for a weekend. Yeah. Like, you think you would drive your bike? I don't Absolutely. know if I would want to make the drive all the way from Washington, but we'll see. You can fly and, to Tahoe and then we'll drive there. Okay, sweet. And then what about go. like renting bikes or equipment for people who do fly?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, you know, I have a long dream list of all the yeah, things that I'm and orchestrating. And this is yes. a first year. So I've, I've got to be conscious about moving, moving without, Oh, you know, trying to make too many things happen. Yeah. So yeah. It, it will depend on partnerships and mm-hmm. it will depend on kind of local groups that have those, those resources in play. Um, and there are some, I've got some really good leads and I've really got some supportive folks that are on board. So stay tuned. Yeah. Um, but, um, in, yeah. In terms of, in terms of flying. Right. So there is a, a train that comes from the salt Lake airport that gets to Ogden Valley. So, or sorry, to Ogden. And I'm looking to do some shuttle service between yeah. um, the, the train station and the camping yes. location. Yeah. Again, just really trying to be thoughtful about yeah. how can we, how can we really bring all, bring all the folks that want to come.
0: Absolutely. And
1: I, I want to share one exciting piece of news that, um, we uh just got a grant to uh, that is for uh specifically for bipoc folks to come yes. right really it's a scholarship for folks that um would like to come but wouldn't be able to otherwise so we'll be posting that pretty soon um and again our hosts are really keen on making this be accessible and available for a wide variety of people. So there'll be scholarships for both brands and for attendees.
0: Oh, cool. That is so Mm -hmm. awesome. I can't wait to be able to share that information with people on, on how to, I'm, I'm assuming it there'll be application yeah. process because mm-hmm. I have a feeling yes. there's going to be a lot of people interested in the grant. Probably wasn't that generous, yeah. uh, but I'm sure generous, but I mean, I yeah, I only do so much. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, as like you said, your first year. And so it's already amazing in what you have set up, what you have yes. planned and there's only room to grow. So mm-hmm. that's, what's really exciting about that's it. That's
1: right. That's right. And, and again, like just really looking for um, folks who are who want to build it with me, right? It's yeah. not it's okay, not yeah. just, It's not just, um, you know, it takes a village. Yes,
0: absolutely. And if you build it, they will come or like hopefully, right? (laughs) Also, what is, what is on your to-do list? What, what are you, what are your next moves? How are you feeling? Yeah. All the questions.
1: (laughs) All the questions. Oh boy. Um, It's a lot. It's a lot to put on an an event to, to build a new event. And I've actually gotten some, um, you know, experience in my, uh, producer life, uh, hosting new events. And so I'm learning a lot, uh, being an entrepreneur means learning a lot and mm-hmm. doing all the things I'm sure, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so what's on my plate and how I'm feeling is simultaneously thrilled and terrified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel like a lot of us Which, just go through daily life like that but
1: <laughs> yeah, but i think it also i i feel the life inside of me about this and and that is that is what keeps me after it yeah. and um so i in preparation for today's call, I got the ticketing site up. Yes! So that is like a major win. Yeah. So it is ready to go. You can get tickets right now oh, at cool. outspring.com slash swell23. Cool. Oh, I also just dropped the name of our event. It's called Swell.
0: I was just going to say, like, what does yes. Swell mean? I love that <laughs> name so much um, because it just reminds me of, of the water yes. and mm-hmm. just that's a part of me. Um, so what does that mean to you? How did you yes. up on this name?
1: Swell, right? So outspring is a, about water, right? Water is one of the unifying mm-hmm. things of any outdoor experience. And so what does water look like when it's together, when it's in, you know, in a group? And I love the double meaning of swell, that mm-hmm. it is also fun and playful. Yeah. Um, and that, and it is swell right yeah like and that baby. also
0: it's yeah yes. that, and it, the swell gets big and yeah. it grows and it it rocks the socks off mm. of people <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: thank you will you write copy for me because yeah. that's one of the things that is also terrifying uh, that's my day job actually <laughs> oh great <laughs> yeah Yeah, so so swell is where we're after i just did a um i just got the branding all together so that was that's a huge relief um and it really is starting to just get down to the nitty-gritty of of enrolling inviting uh folks to to come along for the ride
0: that is amazing So yeah, we're going to be, we'll link that in the show notes for sure, where you can just get tickets right now, or at least have it on your radar, check things out, obviously keep following Tammy or start if you haven't, so you can see updates through Instagram and whatnot. Um, Hopefully, I mean, you're going to, what it's May now. So you have what, June, July, August three months. (laughs) So you have a lot to do in the next three months. Yes, I do. I don't know if we'll be able to, to, um, get you get you down for another like last minute update before the event, but we'll definitely be staying in touch to see if we might be able to have another quick episode for a last update before the event thing. And then um in our absolutely. dreams we will just fucking be there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I would I would love a live podcast happening. Yeah, happening absolutely. there. Stop. That would be fantastic.
0: The first thing I do when we get off here is, is go into the to the website the outspring.com slash swell twenty-three. Uh, mm-hmm. Before we jump off, Tammy, is there any anything you want to leave us with at all?
1: Mm. Well, my name is Tammy Jo Benson. I'm founder of Outspring, and I am just thrilled to invite you to Swell 23, which is a three-day weekend of like-minded women camping together, celebrating, having a great time, and learning about women forward solutions that help you get outside right now. If you go to the outspring.com swell 23, you can find our early bird tickets, which come with a gift pack that you'll get when you arrive on site, which is a, a pack of women owned brands that we've put together. Um, so there'll be a little gift package for, for folks who were early believers in this vision. Yeah. So those tickets are available right now.
0: Yeah. Very cool. We are going to check them out right now. Everything will be linked in the show notes. Uh, Tammy J's Instagram, the website, the specific ticket site, all that good stuff. And we hope to, like I said, be able to talk to you one more time. Um, but it's not for sure at the event. We will see you there. <laughs> yes. So uh, stay tuned, everybody, for more information on this awesome dream becoming a reality And we will talk to you all next week. Bye.
1: Bye. (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) We hope you enjoyed this episode and would do us a huge favor since we don't have any sponsors or anything like that and would rate and review us. On whatever platform it is you use—Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, uh, whatever it is—and if you're listening and downloading just through the website, turnituppodcast.com, leave comments. Um, we'll definitely engage back with you. And on social media, right now we're just on Instagram. Turnituppodcast is the handle. Like the posts, share the posts, comment on the posts. Whatever it is you got, um, show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all. So again, rate and review please. And we'll see you next time, thanks.